Hello and a very warm welcome to you my dear listener. This is the new life program coming to you live from the heart of Nairobi. This is Adventist World Radio, the voice of hope. We have a great show lined up for you. Thanks for joining us. I am your host, Monica Kamokwa. Glad that you are tuned in. To start off the show is Beryl Aseno. We will be talking about enlightening each other on stress on Health Talk. Then later on, Sister Becky will join us in the Bible segment with the topic, Approving with Excellence. But first, let's get the song to get joy by the new voice singers. Stay tuned. Oh, 
Welcome back, dear listener. That was To Get Joy by the New Voice Singers. You're listening to the New Life program coming to you live from the heart of Nairobi. This is Adventist World Radio, the voice of hope. Here comes Barry Laseno with more on enlightening each other on stress. Stay tuned and be on the know. I trust that the Lord has been with you. Thank you for joining us in this program today as we enlighten each other more on stress. Since stressful situations are continuing to increase, how can you handle stress when you know you are experiencing it? At birth, each one of us is born with a certain amount of vital force which must last him or her a lifetime. The amount of this vital force is different from one person to another. This vital force is like a bank account where one can withdraw the amount one needs. Only here you cannot deposit this nervous energy, but you can only withdraw and spend it. Many people tend to wrongly believe that you can expose yourself to a stressful activity and then rest and be restored back to where one began, but this is false. It is a proven fact that our bodies and our minds are so closely related that each affects the other. There is a relationship between a headache and a distressing situation, and also between continued work pressure and indigestion, between increased heartbeat and genuine fear. These are examples of body-mind relationships. Your emotions have various sources that can cause them and produce a reaction in you. When you are threatened by pain, anxiety, danger, and frustration, you react by mobilizing and gathering energy both mentally and physically. This helps you to get ready for self-defense or escape. Controlling these big emotions is not easy. The energy that the body has mobilized may need to be released, worked off without using childish or socially unacceptable ways. Take, for example, extreme fear. This produces a sickening feeling in your stomach. Your mouth becomes dry and your throat too. You may start to tremble and have some cold sweat. Your ability to think and reason clearly is interfered with, all just because of the effects of this strong fear in your body. Common fears are not usually that strong. These common fears are caused by anxiety over financial matters, health, and marriage problems. Also, you may be anxious about making a good impression on others' personal ability and lack of confidence. This kind of fears will give rise to worry, which at times is associated with mild cases of mental disturbance. What is worry? Worry is a fear. And anxiety? A continuing fear and anxiety usually about something coming or about to happen. This may bring signs like a headache, indigestion, backache, increased heartbeat, loss of appetite, even frequent urination. Frustrations of daily life are another cause of stress. Frustrations often attack mental health. Let me give you some more details about this. You can work hard and long at something that brings success and happiness with less nervous tiredness, but wait until you start working in a threatening situation, confronted with failure and impossibility, and you will be under pressure of great mental frustration. How do you handle stress when you know you are experiencing it? 
you can put your body under lots of physical stress or strain. For example, by muscular exhaustion, injection, injury, or even extreme heat or cold. However, immediate recovery usually occurs from these bodily strains. Whether it be at home, school, or market, or at the workplace, it is important to avoid a stressful condition as far as it is possible. The old saying, prevention is better than cure, is highly applicable here. There are some individuals who believe that there is something noble, something great about taking on more and more work, activity, and responsibility, even though they eventually find themselves under great pressure with poor accomplishment. Life is not fun when you are always harassed by the obligation to do something and yet lack the time to do it. A full but manageable schedule is desirable. It is not possible to avoid stress completely. As long as you are living from day to day stress, you must meet it. One way to minimize, to lessen stress is to find relaxation. Find anything that completely absorbs your attention and is fun and it relieves your mind. In school situations, there are several break periods when students are given time to refresh their minds from study stress. A balanced daily schedule with enough time for rest as well as recreation will help you reduce stress. It does take time to organize and develop a daily schedule, but you will find out as time goes by that this is most helpful knowing what is coming afterward in your daily activities. Other factors that help reduce stress are a happy family life since most stressful situations are home-based, especially in these days when many homes are on the verge of breaking, if not already broken. It has been proved beyond doubt that a religious life, a life of intelligent trust and reliance on God is a great help in meeting daily stressful situations. Won't you lean on his everlasting arms today? Until then, may God hold your hand as you face this day. I'm your presenter, Beryl Asenu. For those of you who are just joining us, this is the New Life Program with me, Monica Kamoko, your host, coming to you live from the Adventist World Radio, the voice of hope. Always a pleasure to have you with us. You haven't missed a lot. If you wish to drop comments, suggestions, or questions, do so through the producer, Adventist World Radio, P.O. Box 422 you're listening to the new live program coming to you live from the heart of Nairobi. This is Adventist World Radio, the voice of hope. Don't change the channel. Oh, 
Thanks for choosing our station. We are because you are. And now, please join me as I welcome Sister Becky for the Bible segment. Her message is Approving with Excellence. Be blessed. Beloved child of God, I thank you very much for finding time to join us this time. For God has seen us through and afforded us a chance to meet again, that we may discuss and learn his word. This day I am your presenter, Becky Arunga, 
Let us join together in prayer, even as the Lord is teaching us on approving things with excellence. Shall we pray? Dear God, King of glory, you are our Father, you are our Redeemer, and you are our friend. Thank you for this chance you've given us to study your word of truth and to learn that which you have set before our eyes. How we pray that may your Spirit continually be our teacher and that we may day by day walk the lives that you have called us unto. Thank you for hearing our prayer. In Jesus' name, amen. Dear child of God, the Lord has afforded us a chance yet again that we may learn of his patient ways, that we may learn his meekness, that we may take his yoke that is easy even in the difficult times that we have found ourselves in. The word of God is always the sure guide in every situation that we may find ourselves in. It is the lamp unto our feet, and it is the light unto our path, that whenever we find ourselves assailed by darkness, or whenever we find ourselves in a situation where there is no way out, we can always turn to the word of God. And this day I want us yet again to study from the book of Philippians, chapter 1, reading from verse 9. Paul is writing again to the church of Philippi, and is writing to them again as time in times when there was a lot of trouble. He's writing to them in a time when people had forsaken the reality of the truth of the gospel. And so Paul is writing and telling the people of Philippi, verse 9 of chapter 1, And this I pray, that your love may abound still more, and more in the knowledge and all discernment. Friends, Paul is writing the church of Philippi, and his earnest prayer, his earnest plea, is that they may abound in love, and not only in love, but in knowledge and discernment. In the time that we are living, we encounter situations that clearly show that the love of many has grown cold. We find parents turning against each other. We find children turning against their parents. There is a lot of civil unrest in our societies, and we can say that the love of many has grown cold. But Paul is writing the church in Philippi and telling them that I pray that your love may abound, that even amidst all this tumult that we have, one thing stands for sure, is that the love that we have for each other should abound, because Christ Jesus has paid it all for our redemption and our salvation. Not only should our love abound, but it may abound more in knowledge and all discernment. This means that God has given us a spirit, not of timidity or fear, but a spirit that is able to discern and know by testing the spirit whether it be of God or it be of the devil. And so amidst all the anxieties of life, Amidst all the problems of life, God is telling us that our love, as it abounds, we may also abound in knowledge and as well in discernment. Now the reason why God wants us to abound in knowledge, in love, and in discernment is that we may be able to approve all things with excellence. Now verse 10 of Philippians chapter 1 says that you may approve the things that are excellent, that you may be sincere, and without offense till the day of Christ. Many are the times that we find people approving things that do not have any excellence in them. We find situations 
where things that do not have any virtue in them are approved. But God is telling us and reminding us through the Apostle Paul that as our love abounds, as knowledge and discernment abounds, we may be able to approve all things that are excellent. And there is no excellence that can be found apart from Christ. As we seek Him day by day in prayer, as we study the Word of God on a day-to-day basis, we are able to know the will of God, His perfect will in our lives. Having understood the perfect will of God, then we shall be able to approve all the things that are excellent, even as the Lord requires of us. Beloved of God, this time that we are living in is not the time that we may joke around with the things God has given unto us. But God is saying that now is the time that we may awake from our slumber, for our salvation is nearer than when we first believed. Our salvation draws nearer on a day-to-day basis. Sincerity, utmost sincerity, is required from anyone who calls upon the name of the Lord. Because as we are sincere in our service to God, as we are sincere in our relationships with each other, as we are sincere in executing the tasks and the duties that God has been able to give unto us, we shall wait on the coming of Christ with joy. For we know that we have been faithful stewards of that which he has given unto us. Father verse 11 says, Being filled with the fruits of righteousness, which are by Jesus Christ, to the glory and praise of God. Beloved of God, as we are growing daily in love, as our love for each other and the love for Christ abounds in our lives, as we learn more and increase in knowledge and discernment, as we approve all things with excellence in the sincerity that God requires of us, then we shall be able to be filled with the righteousness which Jesus Christ himself can give. And all this shall be to the praise and glory of God. And so, dear friend, as we are listening to the word of God, he is calling us to a higher perspective. He is calling us to a greater ideal, that in whatsoever we do, we do it to the glory and honor of his name. Let us purpose in our hearts that we shall approve only those things that are excellent, that we shall give much thought to those things that God has called us into. Let us thank the Lord for enabling us to listen to his word this day, for he alone is faithful and he alone can save us. Let us pray. Father Almighty, you are worthy, you are holy, and the fountain of all holiness. As we have learned of your word this day, that we may learn to approve all things that are excellent, that our love for each other may abound on a day-to-day basis, as we learn of you and of your patient ways, and we impart the righteousness of Christ Jesus in us. May your spirit move forth in every family, in every home, in every school, in every nation, that give heed to your word and to your holy name. They that call unto you this day, this hour, this minute, Lord, as you're calling on others, do not pass them by. This is our prayer in Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you very much, dear listener, for joining us. May God bless you and lift his countenance upon you till we meet again. Goodbye.
Thank you for staying tuned throughout the show. I hope you are blessed just like I was. Don't forget to send us your views, comments, or questions about the show to the producer, Adventist World Radio, P.O. Box 42276, code 00100, Until next time, I have been your host, Monica Kamokwa. God bless you abundantly.
Shukuru <laughs> 